Okay. Whoo. It's been a minute. All right. I don't even remember my intro. Damn, it's been that long. All right. Welcome back to Two Inches is Enough. I'm your host, Antoine, or Tuan for short. And welcome back. Okay. All right. A lot has been going on. A lot has been happening. I've been on some new adventures, new things, on the new prominent things. Uh, um... Where do I even start with this shit? Okay. So, I hope that, I really hope that radiator is not, like, too loud to where you can't hear me. But I'm in the classroom. I think I should be straight. But, alright. A lot has happened. I've been gone for a minute. My life was in that, you gotta give me a break, though. My life was in that weird phase of, like... You know, the summer right before you go into college and, like, you know, the process of realizing you're really by yourself technically, leaving your family and all the other shit, you know, that you go through and stuff like that. And so I was dealing with that process, too. Which still is no excuse for why I stopped. I made a promise to myself and to someone I really care about that I'll keep doing these. And Lord and behold, I'm back here doing them again. Um... I guess I'm going to just summarize some of this shit. At least I got to stop cursing. I'm going to try my hardest to stop cursing. It's, it's unnecessary. Um, let me summarize. So, I picked a college. I made it to college. <laughs> I made it to college. Um, I remember that was like a big thing. I kept struggling, but I was like, I hope I make it. I hope nothing prevents me from going or no weird stuff happens that prevents me from going. And then, like, the I remember my last episode was like about being realistic and I was talking about, like, how you should never set yourself up for failure and stuff, and I did it. I made it to college. I chose a college, drove up here. I've been by myself for, not by myself, literally. My dad calls me every day, granny, mom, they call me all the time, so I made some friends uh, and things of that nature, but I'm by myself, mentally at least, and, like, relationship-wise. I'm, I'm t- You know, that's probably going to be the the theme of this, which I'm going to transition probably into in a second. But for right now, we're just going to talk about, we're going to summarize what's been going on. So, I get to college. A little early start program. Nobody was here, so stuff like that. And uh, there's nothing crazier than that moment where you get dropped off. They leave you. Your parents are gone. I don't know. I know it's a lot out here. A lot of people don't know their parents feel like they're adopted and this and the third, and they don't really have strong ties to their parents. But coming from where I'm coming from, I have a real close relationship with my dad, my mom, and all and all my family members, really. So it's, like, interesting. Like, the day they dropped me off, it was so... I didn't cry in front of them, but when I went back to my room, I cried a little bit. Because it was just, like, I'm not homesick. I'm actually the exact opposite. I'm glad I'm not in Balanchary right now at home. Like... It's cool to come back there momentarily, sleep in my bed or whatever. But even in my little closet or whatever. But it nothing beats uh, that freedom that you get. Or the, elu- the taste of freedom that you get when you go to college, you know? Because you're never really truly free in this world. Don't think... Oh, I'm still on that type of timing, too. Don't think I, I've ran out of that type of timing. I've still got my conspiracy hat on and my philosophy stuff on. Actually, I'll say... I'm not going to go into it because that's going to take us on a whole different route in this conversation. But I'll say 
since coming here, my religious and my philosophical views have expanded greatly. I would say that. Now, back to what I was talking about. Yeah, so they dropped me off. I cried a little bit. Not just because I was homesick or anything. I wasn't homesick at all. Like I said, I was the opposite. But more so because it was like it was new. Usually I dive headfirst into new things, which I kind of did. But um, it was new. I'm, I'm, I was scared. I still am scared. I'm in an unfamiliar place with unfamiliar people. And uh, I'm still figuring out who to, who to, who I can trust and who I can't trust and who I can talk to and who I shouldn't be talking to and not fucking up a good situation. You know, that's what I'm trying to work on and figure out and make sure I get done. Um, with that being said, that's why I was scared. It was just a lot to think about, take on. So I, I was like, play the game. And I walked to this little game store by myself to go get games and stuff. But then I met one of my people I talked to on campus, this cool dude. I ain't gonna say his name. He he can figure it out. They can figure it out. Whatever. They know they they know who they are. My little friend group or whatever. It was cool. But um, I'm glad I have that friend group because that was like the one main thing that was on my mind when I first got to college. Is that I'm going to be alone. Sure, people are gonna call and check up on me. Like call all my friends are in different areas. But I'm going to be by myself. Nobody's going to really care. And why should they? Like, I've come to that realization, too, while being here. That's one thing I've thought about. Why should you care about a random person that you don't know? You feel me? Like, what do you get? How does that benefit your life? You know? Which, it it can be beneficial in different ways, which I've talked about before. And just helping people makes you feel good. Talking to people makes you feel good sometimes. Which is such a weird concept. I guess humans are such social creatures that we depend on conversation to help make us sometimes happy. But then, no, actually, I'm gonna contradict myself. I'm gonna contradict myself. I take that back. Cause it's times when I'm alone. Like right now, I feel I'm kind of happy. I'm at peace. I'm chilling. And this that's a bad thing about being alone. Like I'm kind of scared about. Like I don't, I really don't like being alone too much. Cause I grow comfortable being alone. And it's not like I'm, like, scaring people away, like, don't come near me type shit. But, like, I get, once I get comfortable with something, with something I kind of tend to stay in that comfortability, which is, like, one thing I hate. I'm trying to branch out and do different things, try different stuff, do different adventures, vacations. And I'm trying to just figure shit out. You feel me? That This is what it comes down to. I'm trying to figure shit out. So, Yeah. But yeah, back to the main point. Got sidetracked again. That was my biggest fear coming to college was being alone. So I remember I tried just talking to people and it worked, which is weird because that's like another fear of mine is like rejection. I hate people. Well, I hate being rejected, not just in the sense of like a girl and giving her like asking a girl for a snap or a number or something. She like gives you some excuse as to why or like she just says no or something like not shit like that. But just the fear of rejection, like. Me as a person, I'm just rejected from even be like talking to somebody, being cool with some people. Like sometimes I don't even say hi to people. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be a weird clingy dude that's like always saying hi or whatever. I, like I, I think more about how I'm perceived than I think people perceive me themselves. You know, like I think about that more than other people, which is a bad thing. Which is something I need to work on. It's something I need to fix. It's something I'm trying to fix. And um, I'm trying not to take myself and my life so so serious, not like suicidal wise, but like I'm just saying, 
I'm trying not to take myself so serious. Because, like, I am still under the belief that nothing truly matters in this life besides, like, having fun and loving, like, taking care of the people you care about and, and just being a generally, like, okay person. Like, you know, I'm not saying you got to be fucking St. Nicholas or Santa Claus or Jesus, but I'm just saying, like, just be a, don't be an asshole. Like, try to be genuine a little bit, you know? I try not to be that. I try not to be an asshole. Just a nigga just creates havoc for no reason. I try my hardest not to do that. Sometimes I slip because I am still like a, a idiot. <laughs> like I, I've done dumb shit already on this campus that I kind of regret doing. But like I learned from. I don't actually. I take that word back. I don't regret it. I just wish there was other ways I could have got the experience that I got from certain things I've done on this campus in different ways. Like I wish I could have done some things differently <laughs> already so far but i learned from those things and i learned from those experiences and experiences and now i'm currently where i am which i'm kind of comfortable with so i'm like in one of my philosophy classes right well i'm not finna expose myself ah okay i'm in an empty building right now chilling and this is like my favorite little spot now like fuck the library fuck everywhere else like once it gets like late like late late like 10 o'clock nine o'clock and then I get, like, the 11, 12-ish area. I'm coming here from now on because it's, like, my little spot. But basically, I'm in, like, a building that I have one of my classes in. And it's, like, my favorite class, so I'm in this room. And I don't think it's my highest grade, but it's my favorite class because it's just – it's philo- <laughs> okay, it's my philosophy. I'm not finna. Well, you know it's philosophy, but you don't know what room it is in or where, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. So back to the point. The whole point of this is, like, about college and how I progressed through it, I guess. And so far, I don't know. I've just been... I've been weird. I'm not going to lie. I've just been weird. I've been a weird nigga. Like, I don't think that ever will change about me. I always have been and always will be a weird-ass motherfucker. Because, um... All right, so basically what I did, I come to this room sometimes, and I just write down on the, on the, the whiteboard, like, some of the thoughts that I'm thinking about in my head. And so, like, the question of the, tonight was basically, like, why does self-image and representation matter so much to me? And just, like, I kind of thought of some ways, like, put myself in the shoes of other people. That's what I'm trying to work on, which is what this class, my, that's why I like this class so much. Because it's literally helping me strengthen the one thing I think I'm horrible at. And it's kind of, like, putting myself in other, pe- other people's shoes. Not in, like, a genuine generosity way, but just in the way they think, why they feel the certain way they do. Because I just... I do kind of care about other people when I shouldn't in the way they feel. Because I feel like I, I I reciprocate the energy that's given to me. So if a nigga or a woman, ah, I got to stop doing that word. If a, if a man or, like, one of my friends or even a random person I don't know, if I feel like they're having a rough day or bad energy, I kind of I kind of want to help them instead of just, like, straying away from it. But I'm so scared of social interaction because of my own personal stuff. It's preventing me from doing stuff that I truly want to do. So, but anyway, it kind of helps me get, this class helps me get, like, a a kind of way to see into other people's world a little bit and the way they think about stuff. So, the question was, why does self-image and representation matter? So, the first thought I thought about, this is, this is mine. This is my little thought. Like, the first one was obviously mine. It appeals to others, which could lead to relationships, and, like, it could lead to relationships being formed. More specifically, woman attention as well. Like, because me personally, I hope to attract them with the way I look, and hopefully they will show interest in me. Because that's just, that's kind of the way I'm going about things right now. 
Like, I'm not saying I'm fucking... <laughs> pause what I'm about to say. Like, I'm not gay or anything. But, like, I'm not Kelly Oubre or, like, sexually attractive or anything. But, like, I'm not Kelly Oubre like a Michael B. Jordan. I'm not fucking rocking the six-pack abs. Like, but I'm, like, a cool seven, eight... Like, you know, like, I throw a little outfit on, jump to, like, a nine, you know? Stuff like that. Like, I'm pretty cute. I think I'm cute. <laughs> but hopefully my looks alone will attract women because I'm too scared to approach them in the first place. And that brings to the next point because I know there's people out there like, that's horrible. That should not be the main reason why you take care of yourself or care about your self-image. But this is the thing I think people, a lot of people sometimes fail to understand, like, as I, I know this shouldn't be the main focus, as I know it's wrong to aspire for that, but, like, I have reasons for why I think like this. One, I'm scared of approaching women, like I've said multiple times. I'm scared that I'm going to be rejected, any form of rejection in general, but... And I don't want to come off as a creep or, like, a weirdo. Like, I don't want to be one of those niggas that's, like, thirsty, you know? Like, always itching for girls' numbers and shit like that and all the other various ways niggas do weird shit, like... I don't like doing that. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes them feel uncomfortable. I don't like it. I kind of just want to try to figure out, like, an accidental, natural way for this shit to happen. Because I really... I, it feels forced. I don't like forcing shit. Like, I, it feels forced. And I don't like that. And I, I don't want to have a reputation f- for being that, too. Like, And I know I shouldn't care too much about what other people perceive me and think of me and shit like that. But it's impossible to say you truly don't think that way because you some everybody at some point cares about what somebody else has to say about them or cares about them you you feel me okay so the second reason the one thing i'm truly missing is a girlfriend and maybe i'm not ready for one i'm totally fine with that idea i'm not opposed to it i really think that maybe i'm not ready for one cool but this is something i want like i do want to come back to not even just now like okay let's say now i do want to come back to my dorm and just chill, like, and lay on the bed with my girlfriend and just, not even, not even just sex, like, I just want to chill, watch a movie, talk, like, sleep, have somebody, like, to hold on to that night. Like, you know, stuff like that, like, it's the little stuff, like, have somebody to talk to, have somebody to conversate with, and have somebody else to, like, express their pain so we can relate to one another, or even have differences that, that create, have differences that create conversation, like, you know, it's shit like that. I value that type of stuff, too, like, I'm not just trying to fuck her or whatever, but that is the next point. Sex. I do like... I've had sex. I've had it. I'm not a virgin. <laughs> but, like... I don't get it as easily as the people around me. Like, you know, a lot of my friends... Not saying no names. Not saying no names. But a lot of my friends... <laughs> a lot of them have sex a lot. Which is fine. I'm not mad at them. Like, one of my homies... Not as I over, but... One of my homies... He, like, had sex with his MILF the other day. Don't ask who. I'm not going to say who. You're not going to ever find out who unless you ask him yourself. But he had sex with this MILF. And I was like, okay, he's living his dream. Like, as a middle schooler, high schooler, we always like, okay, we always want to, everybody had that dream. Like, okay, it would be cool if one day we could just, like, have sex with, like, a cute mom or something. Like, that shit's, like, because that's, like, a hard thing to get. That's, like, a hard thing to ever, like, achieve. You feel me? But he did it the other day. And I was like, that's crazy. But deep down inside, and this is going to sound so selfish, like, I felt less of myself because he did something before me. And it, it shouldn't be a competition. Don't get it twisted. I don't envy him. I, I never would do that to none of my homies or anybody, really. Like, it's not that deep. I don't spend that much time thinking about it to the point where it, like, hurts me literally in my soul. Like, damn, that nigga's better than me. Like, the, no. But 
it just made me feel like I'm not doing something right a little bit because he's doing other things that that I somewhat want to do, you know? So, and that brings me to the point about sex. Like, it's constantly promoted and urged by everyone and everything around me, you know? Like, you can't really go... I gotta stop saying, you know. You can't really go nowhere. Like, just think about all the times, how many times sex, like, comes into your mind or is taught or is said or is talked about. Are you overhear it or it's in the music you're listening to or whatever the case may be. Sex is something that is constantly promoted is something that is looked at in most people's eyes as a as like the ultimate form of like compassion, I guess, in a sense. And it's in some people's eyes it's like just like it's just a regular smegular thing too, also. But like for me, it's something I like doing I like doing. Like I'm not gonna lie, the first time I had sex, it was a cool experience. Like I I was I was loving it. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a cool experience. But now that I don't really, I've gotten that experience, I'm not, like, in a rush to go get it again. But then, at times, I am in a rush, not because I feel like I need to get that experience, but it's just because, one, for future reference, I don't want to, I don't want to have, ow, my toe. I just stubbed the fuck out of my toe. Damn. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to have a wife or a partner and I can't please my wife or partner because I lack experience in that in that area. You feel me? Like I still want to please women, like in general. Next, and this is probably the main point why I even why I even constantly think about it so much is because it's promoted in the people I hang around and and you're gonna be like you should change people you hang around, but that's like that's futile because it's gonna arise back then whatever group I jump to. It's because you switch groups doesn't mean sex isn't gonna be a topic. You feel me? So it's kind of inescapable in a sense, like unless you just block out everything. But that's one thing I don't I don't want to do that. I want to be have perspectives in every field of life. I'm trying to get that experience for every field of life. You feel me? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So those are my reasons for why I kind of have the whole like the idea, like partially for some of the reasons why I do dress the way I do and look the way I look and put myself together in the morning and stuff like that is because I do want some form, I do want female attention in a sense, bro. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and cap to you, like, and act like that's not something that comes to my mind every day. Like, I do want that. And you're lying to yourself. You don't, if you don't think that you somewhat get dressed and put yourself together a little bit for the attraction of the person or, or people or whatever, I don't discriminate. You feel me? Like, whatever you're attracted to, you put yourself together and do certain things to make yourself more attractable to the things you want to attract. And that's as simple as that. And then, obviously, you have other reasons. Like, I mean, general hygiene and health to prevent disease and washing myself, washing my clothes and taking care of stuff I need to take care of. And then also you have, like, just the fact that you represent something bigger than yourself, like my family. Like, I don't want people thinking that the Sparks family has, like... That we're just nasty people and stuff like that. Like, we're not. We take care of ourselves. And the Reese's, too. No, they got, that's my other family, of course. We're not nasty people. We take care of ourselves. We take care of things. We do what we need to do. Then, even just as a black person, too. Not trying to pull the race card, because I hate pulling the race card. I hate when other people pull the race card for me. I hate when it's taught in a racial I hate when things are taught in a racial way, even though sometimes it's unavoidable. But as a race, like, I represent black people as a whole, too. You know, so sometimes the stuff I say, the way I talk, the way I carry myself, people might be seeing a black person for the first time and it's me they're seeing. And if I'm acting like a fucking idiot, 
then of course they're gonna be like, oh, he's he's the stereotype. Oh, this is how they act for real. But all that being said, it comes down to one thing and one thing only, and that is I just have a fear of being alone. A fear of loneliness. That is what crackles down to all of this. Alright, alright. So like I said, a fear of loneliness is what this all comes back to in a sense. Like, at the end of the day, that's the one thing I'm scared of. And I guess, like, the question has to be raised of why am I scared of loneliness? Or even you probably listen to this. And I came up with a few reasonings as to why I believe some people, including myself, are scared of loneliness. Um, So the first one I thought was, I only have one life. With that being said, I feel as if loneliness won't lead to me enjoying the one life I have right now. Okay. So what that be, right, right. So loneliness, and that's it's a very broad. It has very little reasoning. That reason right there, but it kind of like bounces off the other reasons. But like, I feel like if you're lonely, you can't really get the full benefits of life due to the fact that you don't like. And when I say loneliness, I mean like you don't talk to nobody really. You don't, you don't hang out with nobody. You're always by yourself. Like I mean, you're you're alone. <laughs> you are alone. And and even and the funny thing is about loneliness, it, you can be surrounded by people and feel alone. Like I feel alone a lot sometimes, like just mentally. Like I'm not the same people. The people around me don't think the same as me, and which is what I kind of strive for. Though, like I, I want to have that different perspective, but sometimes they don't, and I don't expect them to. Because, like I said, I'm a weird nigga. I'm fine with acknowledging that. I have so many flaws. I'm cool with that. But, like, I'm weird. So I don't expect the niggas around me to agree or even necessarily fuck with what I'm saying or talking about. Like, the one person that I, I'm... It's going to sound crazy as hell because he, he's a fucking... The exact opposite of me, I think. He's more. He's way more confident than me in himself, I think, too, in general, too, as well. Like, he's just way more confident and stuff like that. It's my homie Trey. He's a fucking weirdo, just like me. <laughs> So he thinks like me. We both have these thoughts. We both have philosophical thoughts. We both do shit like this, and we both think. And so he's like the one person I'll say, like, when he taps into that mode of himself, he, me and him are, like, on the same thought thought level. Like, he'll say some shit, and it'll literally be some shit I said, like, a week ago to, the uh, like, my college friends that they just, like, I want to say ignore because they listen. I'm not going to make them sound like they're just dickheads. Like, they're cool. They listen. But they just, you know, they didn't interpret it as the way I said it because, you know, they don't, that doesn't interest them, you know. And I'm not going to force my interest upon them as I don't expect them to force their interest upon me. Like, you know, so. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's very often I find myself, I feel alone, even when I'm amongst a bunch of people. Like, that's kind of the reason I only like going to parties. Because, one, I don't like. I hate I hate approaching people and talking to them. It's the it's the worst shit ever. Cause I'm not good at reading people. I can't tell when people are like in that in that whole get the fuck out my face type mode versus the yeah I want to talk to you some more. Keep talking to me. I can't tell. So I I I rather somebody just tell me straight up like to get the fuck out their face or to like like ask me where I'm going or like why am I leaving type shit like. Please don't, like, facial expressions and all that stuff. 
Hold on. Okay. This is going to be a rant. This is going to be a rant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come. I swear to God, I'm going to tie it back. I'm going to tie it back. Yeah, I just swear to God right next to the church. Don't care. All right. My biggest pet, like, one of the things I hate, I, and it's happened already to me on this campus, and it's, I fucking hate it to the, to the brown. Like, a girl would say, she, not she shot her shot, because nobody says that to me no more. But they'll say they're trying to talk to me. Like, and talking means, like, you know, talk. Like, you know, if you're young, you know. You know, like, talk means, like, okay, they're trying to not... Maybe date, maybe fuck, maybe whatever. They want to have, they want to associate with me. But it's like, they don't say shit. It's we, it's the weirdest shit. They, 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 they'll, oh my God. Like the other day, this one girl added me about like search. And she just kept sending me snaps of random shit. And maybe I'm just old. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just old ass nigga. I haven't done snaps since like middle school. Like actually like snap streaks and shit. Like I don't keep those. Apparently everybody here keeps them shits. I'm just, I'm just bewildered by this shit. But anyway. She sends me a snap. And it's like, a, I don't even remember what the fuck of it was. It was just like some random shit. So now it's never about like hair or something or whatever. God, guess that's how you respond to that. And, okay, to be fair, <laughs> I got to take some of the blame. Because I did, like, leave her on open. But she she said hey back. And I think I asked her, like, a stupid question, like, waffles or pancakes? And then, like, she sent me some dumb shit, like, French toast sticks. Like, like that was not a part of the answer. You supposed to, it's a pick. She fucked up my pickup line. I was so frustrated. <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, why would you even? I've never had nobody say that to me. I had one girl one time be like, oh, I can't eat waffles or, or pancakes because of the gluten or It was some dumb shit she said. So I was like, oh, my fuck. Look, like, I hate when people take that question that serious. It's not that serious of a question. It's, it's not. But anyway, after that, she kept sending me, like, random snaps. And, and to be fair, I will give her credit, though. She did attempt to reach out. I'm just a dumbass. I just be getting preoccupied with other shit that, like, takes up my time. So she was trying to reach out and, like, you know, but she kept sending just random snaps. And after a point, I felt weird because, once again, let's not forget, I'm weird. I felt weird because I left her on open and I was gone. Like the whole, I left her on open for like 24 hours and I didn't say shit to her. And I felt bad. And when I do that, I just feel like I don't like, I don't even like talking to that person. Like I, I, in real life, they talk to me, I'll be cool with them and shit like that. But once I like over the phone type shit, I do not like, I hate, I'll be feeling so awkward. So I'll be like, nah, I'm cool. And, and that's why, that's another thing, like, I feel like when you get rejected by people, and just in general, like, when you meet, when you see them out in social gatherings, and you guys are like, like, they know somebody that you're friends with, and, re- uh, like, that, that you're friends with, and y'all are, like, all together, it feels awkward. It's weird. I don't like it. It feels weird, and it's a weird situation. I don't like being put in weird situations to where I feel uncomfortable. But, anyway, point of this being, I don't get to snap the shit. In, in all honesty... Like, if you just want to talk, just text me. Don't send me a fucking blank screen of a TV. Because that's what, like, that's what she was doing. She's, like, sending me snaps of, like, sh- random shit that she just, like, saw, I guess, in her room or some shit. And just sent it to me. And that's, I'm, look, I don't know what the fuck that means. I, I don't. I swear I don't. I don't know what it means at all. I, I have not a clue. So, I have no clue what it means. I'm not going to, like, waste, not going to say waste my time, but I'm not going to... I'm not, I'm, I'm not that, like, you know, I'm like an asshole, 
But, like, it's just, like, I don't do that. I haven't done that since, like, middle school, the, the street shit. So it's just, it's just new to me to have this. It's not, I know how it works, but, like, it's just weird to have to tap back into that type of mindset when socializing with people just to keep up with the times, I guess. Because we're back into that time instead of just, like, texting, like, normal. Or, like, I ain't going to say, like, normal because that's, that's, that's stupid. Like, because this is their normal, you know? Like, people who use that type of communication out here, that's their type of normal. Cool. And even back home, I guess, some people still do the streaks, but... I'm used to, like, just going on Snapchat, texting people, like, regular. Like, we don't send streaks and shit. We might troll every once in a while, me and my friends, like, like somebody say some stupid shit, and we'll put our face, we'll send a streak of our face, like, confused with the text under it and shit. Like, shit like that little stupid shit, but we, we text. We don't snap each other back and forth. We don't do that. That's, like, a out here thing I'm not used to. I'm still getting used to it. But what does that bring me back to? All right. Once again, <laughs> I just feel like being loneliness is not going to ever, it's not going to give me the experiences in life that I really want. And it's not, because you're going to be alone, you're by yourself, even when around people, you mentally are tapping out because you don't think the same or they don't think the same as you. So at that point, you already feel disconnected as it is. And so that's just one thing. Loneliness, you can't really get the full potential that life has to offer by being by yourself all the time, even mentally. And it's a very ass thing, and that's why I'm scared of it. That's one reason I'm scared of it. Respectively, I'm scared of my thoughts, too, and the way I overthink to the point where I'm afraid I won't be able to build a real connection with people. So basically what I said when I put that note down, I was just basically saying, like, it's basically what the fuck I'm doing right now. The overthinking, the weird shit I do, the, the thoughts, all that shit. I'm scared to be alone with my thoughts for too long because then I start overthinking. It's kind of how I even got down this rabbit hole of, like, where I'm at now. It's a blessing and a curse. Like, thinking is, like, the one thing. I don't know if it was... Man, thinking is, like, the best thing, and then it sometimes it be the worst shit ever. Because sometimes, like, I'll just be sitting in my room, and, like, some rant... I'll just be doing something, and some rant... I ran a thought pop in my head, like, man, I wonder if this person was lying to me this time when they said this, that, and the third. And this is... It's weird. Like, I always come back to myself and, like, just calm down, chill out. But, like... You have nerves, you have senses, you have, like, gut feelings. And you don't want to reject those because those are important things that can help you survive in general. Like, shit like that. But I don't know. I just be overthinking sometimes what people say to me, how they interact with me. And I just overthink it by myself all the time. And then on top of that, even when I'm just in my room by myself, I I start weighing the stuff that matters to me in life. Like, I start trying to, like add value or, t- or I sometimes may take away value from things that are going on in my life. Like, like the other night I had like an existential crisis trying to come up with a question for philosophy. Come like, we got to contribute a question. It's not even that many points. It's like a two, three point question thing. And I'm sitting in here just l- losing my mind. And the question was so simple. It was a good question, I guess, because it got class started off, and we actually had an okay discussion about it. But it's literally just about is thinking good or bad. That was the whole process of the question. But it took me those few words: is thinking a good wait? Is thinking a good or bad thing? Okay, those seven words. <laughs> those seven. Yes, I counted them out. Those seven words took me almost like an hour to come up with. <laughs> I couldn't think of what I wanted to talk about because we were talking about life and why it was meaningful. 
which I don't truly believe it is in a sense, but that's different. But anyway, yeah, I overthink stuff just like that. Shit like that, I overthink. And I just, I think some fucked up shit sometimes. And I just be like, man, I never would act out the things I think. But it's just like, man, what the fuck, bro? Because <laughs> I always concern myself and I always drill myself back in. I'm like, I always calm myself down, bring myself back in and just brush off the thoughts. But I have them all the time. I write them down sometimes just to keep track of them so I remember them. But the next point would be my biggest fear is that I will grow comfortable in being alone to the point where I start to not like mankind and, like, I begin to, like, isolate myself from everybody, stopping myself from interacting with others and missing various experiences that I would have had if I just stuck it out. So, yeah, it's basically what I just said, in a sense, but more on the physically alone part. Because, you know... Sometimes you get so comfortable with being by yourself, which I've gotten to points like that. I don't want to social. <laughs> I just don't want to step out that comfort zone to go socialize with people. Like I've I've been like that before. Like just in general, like back in middle school, which is ironic. The one time I got like that is when I got a girlfriend. I don't know. It's weird, but I'm not like that as much anymore. Cause I understand the importance of socializing with people. But then again, I remember back like in middle school. I used to play a game, and when I got on that game, boy, if you wasn't playing it with me, I wasn't talking to your ass. Unless you was my mom or dad, I was not talking to you. I was playing the game. I was on the game. Nobody could say shit to me. I was doing my thing. And I school, none of that shit. I do my schoolwork when I did it. And even that, I did it by myself. Like, I didn't do it with nobody really else. School projects, I tried to not be as present as possible, just do the work and get the fuck out of there. Like, I didn't crave, which it was it was kind of a sweet, it was a good period of time. I didn't crave, like, like I didn't crave attention, I guess. I, 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 yeah, I'm going to say that. I didn't crave attention, like, kind of how I do now. It's, um, I was so, I was, it was such a simple concept. Like, I had this little gateway to, like, just being by myself. And everything else that went on in the world did not matter. It didn't matter if the world was ending. It didn't matter what. Only thing that mattered at that point was what clothes my my player was wearing, what player I was going to use, and what court I was going to play on, and if I was going to win the game or not. I didn't care about anything else, which was kind of nice. But then I stopped talking to people. I ain't going to say I, I didn't hate mankind, <laughs> but I, start, I started feeling a, I didn't need people. Like, obviously, I, I needed my mom and dad like to fund my little habit and my little gateway. But, like, outside of them... I didn't need people to make me feel happy. I didn't need people to make me feel angry. Like, I got all these emotions from being by myself and playing the game. Even when I wasn't playing online. Like, I know people are thinking, like, oh, you played online, though. So that's, like, people still... Nah. Even when I play by myself against the CPU, I'll play my career sometimes for hours. Just playing my career. <laughs> and I'll get mad at the CPU, which is weird as fuck. That's where I got that habit from, of, like, yelling at the game and shit. Cause I used to play, like, CPU and shit. But... I got so comfortable being alone. I didn't care about missing parties. I didn't care about not going to certain places. I remember one time my girlfriend went to call me over to like, actually, <laughs> back then she called me over to like go to her house or whatever. And I told her no. <laughs> I literally was on the game and I told her no, I'm just not coming. And then she was trying to like convince me and shit, like her parents were gone and that she was, she was gonna be home by herself or we'll have to bail. 
And I still just said no, because I was just like, most middle school kids or boys, especially like that seventh to eighth grade range, they're gonna they're gonna hop on their little bike or get their mom to drop them off or whatever, right? Nope, I sat there. I played the game. I'm like, I'm not doing. I'm not finna. You, you're not that. <laughs> the game was more important to her than me at that point in time in my life. I'm not gonna lie, which was fucked up. And I, I really apologize to her for that. I still gotta apologize. I, was like, I, I gotta make sure I apologize before I leave this earth. Only why I haven't is because I feel like she doesn't care that much about it anymore. Well, actually, I did apologize. I mean, I kind of apologized to her. I, I apologized, but still. It was just a, it was bad, but that's my point. Those that that was an experience in life that I missed out on because I was planning. I was by myself. I was comfortable being alone with myself. And so, on to the next thing. It's damn near impossible to find love <laughs> if you are alone. If you're by yourself, it's, it's damn near impossible to get that feeling. Okay, you have your dad, mom, unconditional love, shit like that. Cool. Family, cool. Which sometimes that shit not even unconditional. They, they be, not my mom and dad, but certain people I consider to love me. I don't, I don't know. Them, them niggas don't sometimes. But anyway, it, it can be fake at times. You know, you, you can kind of tell a little bit if somebody really fuck with you for you or not. Like, you can, you can definitely tell. And I, I see it all the time. I just kind of, like, suck it up and, like, just bite my lip and, like, just keep the pushing, you know? Pause, pause, pause. I'm going to suck it up part two. <sighs> anyway, it's hard to find love. Damn near impossible to find it if you are alone. So, yeah, that's that whole thing. It's, like, it's hard. You know, it's hard to be by yourself, doing everything by yourself, not socializing with people. It's just mentally not being connected with people or socially, like, up to date with people. It's kind of hard to relate to them and form relationships with them, which can lead to them loving and caring about you. Now, that, that, that point's pretty simple. It's pretty self-explanatory. And so what this line of thought led me to believing is just like, okay. So these are my main reasons for why I'm scared of being alone. These are probably some of the reasons most people are scared of being alone, respectively. I could, like I was saying, I'm not saying these are all the answers. It's obviously other reasons people are scared of being alone, like rape victims and other people like that, that have actually went through something that makes them like not want to be by people. And they have their respective reasons as well. But these are the ones that I kind of just thought generally most people, some people have. <clears throat> and then that led me to another question. I'm like, okay. And this is the question I always ask myself. If nothing matters, why should this one life matter? And now, I still don't know the full answer to that question. Because technically, the, it should be another question after that question. Because it's like, who should this life matter to, I guess? Because if you think about it, it really should matter to just you. But then it... All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, I got a phone call. All right, so last thing, because I got to close this section off. My my friend is in need of some help, so <laughs> I got to get over there. But anyway, last thing was we were talking about with the nothing. If nothing matters, why should this one life matter? And, and this is kind of the one thing that I, I use to kind of keep me going through like life and emotions and shit like that you feel me the one thing i say and it, it took me some time to come up with because every time somebody would ask me this and like i'll explain how i feel about the world they'll be like so why are you still living or whatever and you haven't killed yourself yet here's my here's my reasoning see the thing is ultimately life doesn't matter i believe there is no afterlife because i don't believe there's an afterlife i believe when we die there's no heaven or hell because i can't even picture 
some shit like that. Even the hell shit doesn't seem cool because if if destiny's a thing and God already has a pre-planned shit out for you, why would he send you to hell for something that he's in control of? That's something you you don't have control of this something. He is in control of it. You feel me? But anyway, I don't believe in a hell or a heaven. I believe that when you die, it's just eternal peace. You just sleep with no, it's just darkness with no subconscious, which sounds scary, but you can't think. You're not aware of what you're in right now. It's just dark. But anyway, I believe there's no afterlife. That after we die, it's just dark and we lose the ability to have thought. In other words, darkness with no conscious. But the thing that keeps me alive is knowing that I have a chance to experience stuff. I thought it was because of my loved ones. I thought... I was here and I kept being here because my loved ones be sad knowing that I died. But no, I've come to the realization that's not why I still live on this planet. That's not why I still go about the things and do things the way I do them. I've come to the realization that I, like, seriously only, I'm still here because it's it's so much left to be explored. (laughs) It's so much left to do. It's so many things I haven't done. It's so many things I haven't even had the chance to really do. And it's like... I got to do those things before I die, man. <laughs> like, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to see my kids have kids. And, 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 and once that's done, okay, then we can start considering, like, flying places and, 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 and taking trips to continents and places I've never been before and shit like that. Like, there's so much left to do in the world that, in my one life that I have that I want to try. I want to try to do it all. So, yeah. I mean, I feel, like that's a, I feel like that's a hopeful note to end off on. I think, like, the next thing I'm going to talk about is probably college and how I deal with that. But I talked about it a little bit here, but not all the way. But I just want to end off on that. Like, that's kind of my one piece of advice I'll give to people that are feeling hopeless and feeling like nothing truly matters in life to them. And, like, their life is, like, frivolous and meaningless because of the universe. My thing is, hold on. <laughs> I got to clean up so they don't know. They don't see the evidence that I was in here. My thing is, sure, life probably is, like, in the grand scheme of things, it is meaningless. Nobody's probably going to ever remember what you've done and how you did it and why you did it and shit like that. Because eventually, everybody's going to die, right? Even the people that remember you, which is, which is sad and fucked up. Like, I get that. Like, that, that sounds sad. It sounds fucked up. But here's, here's the thing. That should give you even more of a motive to just do whatever the fuck you want, man. I say this all the time when I when I talk about shit like this and I talk about little stuff and shit like that. Do what the fuck you want in life, man. Like, don't, don't. You only got one of these motherfuckers, in my opinion. You only get one. And even if it is a heaven, you really won't be able to do what the fuck you want to do in that heaven. So, with that being said, bro, Women, men, everybody out there listening, do what the fuck you want to do in life, man. Don't be scared to do shit. I know I'm a hypocrite. I'm scared to do shit still. But do what the fuck you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Do what puts a smile on your face. Do something that makes you want to get up every morning and keep doing stuff. You know, find different things to adventure into. Find different shit. I don't know. (laughs) Spray paint a building. Fuck it. Like, don't let, don't let destiny and hopes towards an afterlife that isn't granted scare you out of not doing or becoming something that you want to become and be simple as that bro like real talk because i'm living life i'm trying to get into the habit of just living reckless and not okay not reckless but i'm trying to get into the habit of not thinking so much about little shit and just not taking myself so serious and my life so serious because we only get one 
And you sit up here doing the shit that I do all the time and shit like that, you're not going to have fun in this one life. So that, that would be my advice, I guess, to, and one positive note to end it off on. If nothing is, if everything is, like, let's say we figure out everything's meaningless, nothing matters, no afterlife, no God. Cool. You know what that means? Do what the fuck makes you happy for the time that you are here. If you only got one of these motherfuckers and you only got one life, then fuck it. Live it up to the fullest and do the things that make you happy. And don't dwell on the sad parts and the, and the depressing parts of life that sometimes get us all hooked up. Simple as that. Well, it's been your host of Two Inches Enough, Antoine, or Antoine for short. I'm finna get up out of here. And I don't know when I'm going to upload again. I'm not going to promise nothing. I'm done doing that shit, lying and promising shit that might not happen. I might not upload again for a while. I don't know. I can't even lie to you. It, my life is so <laughs> wish-washy. I'm trying to get shit together, so I'm going to figure it out. But anyway, be safe, be smooth, <laughs> drink some fucking water, and yeah, man, peace. Face. It was times putting up above, you're not even a case I need you the most, more important and dope Never felt this before, have you felt this before? I might even hold you close, like you my antidote Understand you let me go, but you still at my show Say she from LA, but she staying uptown Staying uptown, staying uptown Go downtown, party up and down, party up and down, yeah, party up and down. I say yes, you had her friends, yeah, yeah, she getting wild, yeah, they getting wild, yeah, she getting wild. Thought it's something important, baby, it is nothing now, it is nothing now, I said it is nothing now. And I thought they just was hating, no, they wasn't hating, I was just on we was in the same book, but we different pages We was in the same book, but we different pages Better yeah, we like the same shit my other half I was rockin' Rick Owens, you was rockin' Raph Never took it serious, we slept in on babe clothes We treat them like play clothes, all these bitches snake hoes Oh, and I, and I know, and I, and I know Oh